0: faith foundations, and in this class, we're going to talk about what faith is. Mm-hmm. What faith is? And our main points are going to be the faith is present tense. Point two is faith believes before it seems. And point three is going to be Thomas' faith versus Abraham's faith. So what faith is? Number one, faith is present tense. It three, um, they have a time with me in the Bible to this, this Hebrews And today we can go ahead and look at how the how scripture define faith? faith we, we often, believe something, or just have to have Is the way the word of space the same we've got youth in our society? And faith? I don't think it is, because I personally had to go to Bible school and somebody teach me and understand the difference between faith and hope. The person faith, which is thought faith was believing God And really, I'm going to bring hope. Because as long as you think something is future tense, and you put it into the future tense, you put it into the category of, of hope, not saying. I'll give you an example. I believe God is going to hear you. Is that safe or hope? And when we're using the word believe in there, it's future tense. The people that believe God is going to hear them are not receiving it. Because faith is I believe God has healed me, faith. I believe I am healed, I believe God is going to heal me, hope. the difference? And gee, a big difference because people can think bought money for that tuition, and we were in the month of August by then, so I'm thinking I've got to come up with this money. So I'm not just working on the earrings, I'm working on the money. I'm calculating how much money I get for every pair of earrings, and I'm getting real close to 800 but I'm not at 800 yet. I'm somewhere around $750 worth of earrings that I've made, and they're all laid out, just all these pieces, and I'm working, and I'm making them, and I'm sitting all by myself in the room. Just comes up out of my Will you live by faith? This rose up from the inside. I didn't hear anything on the outside. From the innermost being came up. Will you live by faith? And you know there are times where when God asks you something, I just had this very strong awareness that that was a very serious question. I don't know how I knew it. I don't know if it was the way He said it, but suddenly. I just knew I better not answer real fast because I'm not positive exactly what he means by that. But I love him and I want to obey him. So I sat there for a minute and I said, yes, I will live by faith. And so I go to start on my next pair of earrings, And then it says, then stop making the earrings. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. oh, oh $50 $50 for $50 for So I leave the room and I go, and I go, and, start and it just bears witness with me that he's asking me to Next, <laughs> and me to stop. You know? And by this time, i played nothing. Yeah, that was bad. And so my hand is so bad, just, get back. in the finish now over, right? Just get back it But I don't know. my okay, God. God. asked me if I was willing to live by faith. buy this order from me. They had already said yes. They were buying this order. Everything was worked out. Everything was planned. And they said, you know what? They were selling like hotcakes all summer. But for some reason, the market has kind of changed and it's slowed down. I'm not going to be able to buy that last order. And like, it's a deep down I <laughs> and, and you know, you kind of said, you need to keep your word. You made a commitment to me. But I didn't say those things. I'm like, I like <laughs> <laughs> and, and I say, okay, okay, what well, can you say, it, right? He said, okay, all right, that's okay. And then I suddenly now understood why it felt so serious when he asked me if I would live by faith. I'm like, oh, now I get it. Now I see why he told me to stop making a night down. He already knew. He already knew. Will you live by faith? It's not really. that easy to so go get a job in, like, that two or three days or A couple more days go by, nothing to do to be my birthday. and so after very near the end of our list. What's the meaning of how this is to come back. And every day I'm just like, thank him, that. I thank you that I have it. I have the $800 that I need. I have it. I have it now. Praise the Lord. You've paid my tuition. You've paid Brad's tuition. We've got it in the name of Jesus. Thank you for it, Lord. I thank you for it. And my mind is racing. I have no idea where it's coming from. I have no idea how I'm going to get this much money. Because we're still paying rent. We're paying everything else, too. And my mind is like, uh, uh, the gears are like, like, crotch, And I just said, no, no, no. God's good. God's faithful. I have it. He asked me to live by faith, so I'm living by faith. And so the day of my birthday comes, and I get something in the mail, and it's it's from the government. And I say, you have paid us more money than you need to in taxes. We will be sending you a weekend. And I'm so thankful for it. And I just received that as a little birthday celebration. I don't know if they do that all the time or how it usually works, but on the day of my birthday, I got that. It's one thing to have God send me. He's with me (laughs) in this. Now, I don't know. It says we will be sending you some money, but I don't know how much. It didn't tell me how much. And it didn't tell me around. And it's the government. So who knows how long it could be? And it could be 10 cents for all I know. If it's ten cents. They still send it back to you. so I don't know how much it is. I'm thinking, okay, this is an encouragement. This is a, this is good. This is good. We're going in the right direction, and I just praise God. Now I didn't have to receive anything like that, but I was so happy and so thankful that I was praising God until I'd already gotten it. And then the days took him by, ticking by, ticking by, getting closer and closer to that first day of school. this. You're not allowed to go into monitors stand at the door. You wear a badge. If your badge isn't punched out for that month, they don't let you in the classroom. You have to be paid up. Your badge has to be stamped. And there are guards at the door. We're getting closer and closer to that first day of school. Time is ticking. And they keep the circle that I had said. And mean, right before, just a couple days before school it we get a second in the that was 800 It was almost exactly in the end. And we were persuaded to like I don't know, 837 or 57, somewhere right around there. And so God had done it. God had done it. But it took faith. But in faith, I wasn't believing that God would come through from me. I had to believe that He had I had to believe that I had it. I wasn't waiting for it to come. Even though, you know, in the natural, there still is that process. But in my heart, I kept thinking, and it was done. That tuition is paid. I called the tuition paid, right? And he came I for me. But in my faith, is a wonderful opportunity. And I have always found God to come to me and to be good to his word. He doesn't always, we're not always just called to not work and sit there and wait. There have been other times when he told me to go get a job. But in this situation, and there was such a time come this is the way he worked with me through that time. Faith faith is now. Faith is present. I'm now going to read that to you out of the Amplified. Now, faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see, and the conviction of their reality. Faith, perceiving as real facts what is not revealed to the senses. Oh, well, I like that because, see, now you can really get some clearer understanding of the definition of faith by that. The Title deed, it means you own it. You got it. you got the title, you've got it. You possess it. Title deed is possession. And it's possession of the things that you hope for. See, hope is still necessary. Hope is still good. Faith, hope, love. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Uh, hope is in there, and faith is in there. If hope wasn't important, it wouldn't be in there. But hope is in the very definition of faith. Hope is a good thing. Hope will keep you going for a long time. But hope will not manifest the promises of God. Faith will manifest the promises of God. Because you bring it from being something that you want to come to pass to into the, the now of uh, something that has come to you. It is the proof of things we do not see, which means when it comes to faith, you're not to go by your sense realm, what you can see, what you can feel, what you can taste, what you can touch. That's the sense realm, and we're not to go by the sense realm when it comes to faith. Faith is, is the proof of things we do not see, and it's the conviction of their reality, and knowing that it's real, and I've got it. I don't see it. Now, faith perceives as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. In other words, if I need a car, but I can't see the car with my eyes, I've got to believe that after I've prayed, I've got the car, whether I can see the car or not. That's faith. So anybody can need a car and want a car, but it's not until you bring it in to set the place of faith or you believe that you've gotten it before you see it, that you get the results of your faith. I, I'm going to tell you a little story. i have been saved about four years, and I had curvature in the spine, dyspuliosis. And I was taking a class called Power Healing at another church. And it was Saturday night. I was going to be in that class the next morning, Sunday night. And I was laying on in bed, and I said, wow, wouldn't it be me if God called this out, someone that's got scoliosis. and I went up front and I got healed. That would be so neat. And then I thought to myself, well, gee, if God could heal me tomorrow, He could heal me now? And then I thought of the scripture. Many have not because the last me. That's just a scripture that came to me. And so I thought, well, I can ask. So I asked him to heal me, and he healed me instantly. I saw the power of God hit the top of my head, and like that, like a, charge of power run through my body and go out in my seat, and I did it three times. And the had a charge of power hit the top of my head, go out my feet, and then a third time, same thing. And I jumped up and I tried crazy the running on the house, so excited. And my mom had been measuring, monitoring my back from the time I was a little kid, because they told me I was one point away from having to wear a back face. Uh, so she just, they said, just keep an eye on it and monitor the back happened to be coming up that next day for a visit. And so she came up that next day and I said, look at my back. And she ran her fingers down my spine. She was perfectly straight. is I said, God, Isn't that neat? I mean, just even the timing of God. But you know, I had somebody that had, had been with me for years, you know, as a witness of what that, my spine had been like. And the God just straightened that thing out. No. He did praise God. That was a very big praise God. I brought a the whole thing. Very well, right next to me, laying on that bed. Oh, how the you? I had to wait until morning to get all it. I ran around the house, praise Lord. It's like when you love It was wonderful. Now, so I, as I'm led, I shared that story. As I'm led, because I'm led. So when I'm led, I share that story. And one time, I shared that story. And, I that story, and when I shared that story, that testimony. Uh, and this is actually when we were in the other building, there was a woman that was sitting in the congregation. And as she was sitting in the congregation, and she heard that, that statement of, I was thinking, what do me need if I got called out? And then I just thought, well, he, if he could do it tomorrow, he could do it now. And she said, she sat in a pew, she thought to herself, well, she wasn't going to come forward to the altar line for healing, but if she could come forward to the altar line for healing, here, God could heal her in her chair. Heal her in the pew. She thought that she asked God to heal her. She heard her back pop and all the pain left her. She was healed instantly. Isn't that fabulous? Healed instantly. See, now what's the difference there? One is future pain. God couldn't do it tomorrow. God couldn't do it at the altar. And now, if you come up in faith and hands are laid on me, that's your point of contact. One hands are laid on me, I'm going to release my faith. I'm going to see right then. And that can, you know, that can be it. But she continues she she to do it by herself, which is what a holy Turned off. Right where she was sitting, and she got it. There are times when we've I've done an ultra line, and this also was on the back. And I, I know that I had somebody come forward. They were coming forward, and they were. They kind of came up, and they kind of dragged themselves up, you know, mopey. You know what I mean? By mopey, kind of. Um, yeah. They kind of came up, came up, kind of all mopey, and stood in the line. And they kind of just said. Well, you know, I've that, so I guess I should come up. And right, right then I'm thinking you're not going to get it because your face has so much to do with it. Now I want you to know this is the same altar line, same line, same people playing, and I got one that comes up like that and they receive nothing for that and they keep going down the line with somebody else. Now, these the back problems. I'm not saying scholars, it's because just use the back go down the line, and then come to somebody else. And as we approach them, I can hear them scripture. Oh, I just strike that I was And so, for my infirmities and carry away my diseases. Thank you, Father God, that I'm here. They're already in it. We laid hands on them, they were healed instantly. Same healing line. One healing line. One was not in it, and one was into it. Same line, same people praying. Same God, one is in faith and one is not in faith. Is faith important? Yeah, faith is important. Faith is important. Faith is now. I believe my bills are going to be paid. My bills are paid. I have the money I need. But faith is not wishing and wanting. And faith is not hoping. You can be spending a lot of time a-wishing and a-wanting and a-wanting. And a wishing. You could You can even spend time begging. Oh, God, God, God! Please, please, God, please, oh, God. We've never done that. See, because a lot of times we are doing that, and we're going to get ourselves out of that, that needing, watching, wishing, helping, into faith. Right? That's how often you're going to come through for me, dear Lord, and have the world will And that's good because it keeps you encouraged to keep going another day. <laughs> and to get into faith, you've got to keep going. So it's good. A hoping, a wishing, and a wanting, and that ability to be turned into our uh, faith. Faith perceives real fast what is not revealed to the senses. That means faith believes before it sees it. Now go ahead and turn to this, 2 Corinthians 5 7. 2 Corinthians 5 7. I want you to underline this in your Bible because it's important. Because it's not just what somebody is saying, but it's what the Word of God says. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says, we walk by faith, not by sight. So there we see it again. Talking about not going by what we see, but by going by faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. Right here, I can give you a very good illustration. When Peter stepped out of the boat, it was based on the Word of God. Because Peter said, if that's you, Lord, call, call for me. And Jesus said, come. And that statement right there, come, gave him the ability to stand in faith, because he was now, what he was going to do, he was going to do based on God's Word. So he got out of the boat, and he started walking on the water towards Jesus. And as long as his eyes were on Jesus, he was staying floating, and he was walking on the water. He was up above. And as soon as his eyes, because I'm not seeing now, got off of Jesus and onto circumstances, We didn't call it the sense realm, what he could see, what he could feel, what he could touch, what started to happen to him. So I just Why? Because he lost his faith. Because what he had done is he had turned off of the Word of God, which gave him the foundation for faith. Jesus said, come. Jesus said, come. That means you can do this. You're able to do it. And focus on Jesus. He's focused on Jesus and he's focused on that Jesus just gave me the authority to do this and he's, I can it. I can walk on water. And he's walking on the water. And as soon as he started looking at the waves and the, 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 the wind, he started to think. Because he got his eyes off of Jesus and got him onto the circumstances. He walked by faith, not by sight. Walk by faith, not by sight. And have a very good illustration walking by faith and then starting to walk by his circumstances and walk by what he sees. But look, it isn't God Did He's so merciful. He's so loving. He's so kind. He grabs a hold of his hand and pulls him right back up. He's sort of a good God. So even if we're not always walking in the level of faith to get some of those things, God is still there to help us no matter where we're at as we're in that growing process. Go ahead and turn to Mark chapter 11 Verses 23 to 25. Mark chapter 11. The very end of verse twenty-three says, Have faith in God. And then 23 says, Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, is taken up and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart. Now, it doesn't say mind there. There can be doubt through mind. Okay? So don't let the, you know, don't let yourself be tripped out of some of these blessings. You can have thoughts in your mind me, as long as you don't doubt in your heart. So if a thought comes across your mind when you're in faith for something, you just cast it down. Nope, nope, it's not what I believe. And even a thought is not what I believe. Does not doubt in your heart, but believe that what he says is going to happen, it shall be granted him. Therefore, I say to you all things for which you pray in them. Believe that you have received them, and they shall be granted you. That's meaningless American standard. Okay. What I want you to see from this is, is the very bottom line: is that to qualify for this right here, the person has got to believe before they receive. You see that? That's this is the God presentation We're not talking about how the world defines believing, how the world. Well, how is God defined the faith? Because without faith, it's impossible to please him. And I th- one of the, the, the primary things I can think of that the disciples got rebuked to, when Jesus was on earth with them was a lack of faith. I can't think of one time, and I've looked, maybe I haven't seen everything, or maybe I've missed something, but I can't think of one time when he rebuked useful to a lack of love, and love's important, but over and over, it was about faith. Therefore, I to you, all things for which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them, and they shall be granted you. That means you've got to believe you've received it before you actually get it. That's about whether it's healing, or a car, or a new job, or a new house, whatever it is, you've got to believe you actually possess it. And as soon as you get yourself to that point where you can believe, hot I've got it. I'm not going by what I see, but in my spirit, man, I know that I know that I know that I've got it, and it's mine. Oh my God, the middle being, the best thing that I wanted. I believe I've got it; it's been granted to me. And guess what? as much time to, uh, to do, to fill. That little $50,000 and need. Yeah, go ahead. Just that. That brand new d- that house? That Bay Area house? Go ahead. They're in to pay for it. Go ahead, get it to them. don't just make it a gift? See, actually, they believe God, believe really free. There's a free house. Oh, oh, need more jobs? Need more jobs coming in? Okay, <laughs> look at that. They believe me for three jobs. You see that person over there? Person over there needs, needs somebody. Needs somebody to do that. landscaping job. Go ahead and have them pick up the phone. Pick up those oh, directions here and say, Oh, 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 you need to go through the phone. Oh, 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 stop there. Let's stop there. Yeah, Call that person. Call that person. And here comes the answer. They'll do the phone. Thanks. 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 Yes, he is placed in heavenly places. These are small things for our human God a mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Don't no threaten over 50 bucks or 600. We no serve a mighty God. Use your faith. Now you know what to do. Ask them pray. Tell them you mean? I remember, since we're sitting there, you're manning me a lot. Mark Dillon had student loans out for $12,000. He went, and he still started saying, God's going to supply. And then, and then it started pushing, And then he started saying, my student loans to paid off. And so you got into something to And somebody walked up, walked up to him, handed him a "Isn't that one step? One check. With, in one step? he had it all paid. Not only that, God had somebody backed up behind that person that payment if that person had it. God's good God. God's a good God. And, it, and faith is wonderful. Faith is wonderful. Because faith will give you the promises of God. There are many promises written in the Word of God, but they become manifest when we start getting into faith and we start applying it. We start believing and we start confessing them over our lives. Go ahead and turn to John chapter 20. We're gonna go two places if you want to put your finger there. John chapter twenty and Romans chapter four. So John twenty and Romans four. Okay, let me know what. John chapter twenty and Romans four. Okay. And we are going to look first at chapter 20, verses 24 to 29, and I'm not going to read all of it right now, but I want you to mark, mark in your Bibles for a little bit here. Okay, and then skip, go ahead, down to 27. Thomas was not was not with them when Jesus appeared, and so uh, Thomas says to them that he's not going to believe unless he can put his fingers in the holes in the hands of Jesus. Look at the goodness of, of, uh, of Jesus. Oh, wait. No, okay, go to 25. The other disciples, therefore, were saying to him, "We have seen the Lord, but he said to them, unless I shall see in his hand the imprint of the nails and put my finger into the place of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. That's a point. Right he was basically saying is, I have sight. I go by what sight? I go by what I see. One of those, you've got to prove it to me type people? Okay. And after eight days, again, his disciples came inside and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the doors having been shut, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Reach here your finger and see my hand, and reach here your hand and put it into my side. And be not unbelieving, but believing. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Because you have seen me, Have you believed? Blessed are they who did not see and yet believe. You see that? So there's blessings for those of us that are willing to go by what we don't see and yet believe. And we're all blessed because we believe in Jesus even though we have not seen him. But yet there's a blessing for us because we believe in him. Okay, now go ahead and turn to Romans chapter 4. Is he what's pleasing to God here. Um, is he merciful? Yes. Is he kind enough? to he love his disciple enough to go ahead and appear to him? Thomas, I love you is basically what he was saying. Thomas, I love you. I love your brother. Don't so There's a better way to live. And I want you to believe even without seeing. Okay, so Romans chapter 4. Chapter 4, verses 17 to 21. Oh, I this one. Okay. It's about Abraham, a father of faith. God tells Abraham he's going to be the father of many nations. Yet Abraham has not yet had a child. But we know that God calls things into being that would, that do not exist, right? From verse seventeen, verse nineteen, and he and without becoming weak in faith, he contemplated his own body, now as good as dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. Yet with respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith, giving glory to God being fully assured that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. Therefore, also it was reckoned to him as righteousness. Now, notice that uh, Faith is not is not denial. Denial is not a good thing, because denial is just an avoidance of the reality of the issue at hand, and that can get people into problems. Faith is not the ticket to deny the circumstances. What faith is to do is to look at the circumstances, acknowledge what they are, and choose to believe God over the circumstances. Do you, do you see that? So he contemplates his own body as good as dead, yet with respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief and stronger strong in the glory to God. Why? Because he was fully assured that what God had promised, God was able to bring to pass. He was fully assured partially, he was fully assured. He was fully assured. He knew that his God, that he made a promise to him, would fulfill that promise. So he was not focused, even though he acknowledged and realized what, where their bodies were at and the age that, that they had, he was not focused on that and he chose to put his eyes on the promise of God rather than on the circumstances or on their age. And then because of that, able to receive the blessing. And it was reckoned to him as righteousness. He was strong in faith and fully persuaded. This is faith and this is Jesus' God. So we can look at four main things that Abraham did here. Abraham, first, he had God's Word on He got God's Word on If you want to be in faith, you need to get Scripture to cover the situation you're standing faith for. Because our faith is founded on the Word of God. So you've got to have word or scripture to stand on for what you're going in case for. Number one, Abraham had God's word on it. Number two, he believed God's word. Number three, he didn't focus on contrary, circ- contradictory circumstances. He didn't deny them, but he didn't focus on them. He acknowledged them, and then he chose the word of God over the circumstances. And number four, he praised God. I know a young woman, that had a type of cancer in her uterus. And she was told that she would never be able to have children because of some of the procedures that that she went through. And she actually had several doctors tell her that she would never be able to have children. And I I know this person. She and I got together, and from the time this person was little, the desire of her heart was to have kids. Just fabulous with kids. She'd go in and she'd work with all these uh, children that had been um, um, given up by the parents, turned over to the state, little babies where the parents had been on cocaine, and their babies were all deformed, and they would only just scoot along the carpet. And, and, and she had such great for dealing with these kids. These were the types of jobs that she had because this was her heart, it was her life, And then we got her now. No kids. Several doctors. And we got together and together, and we're going to get some of the promises of God out of the way, and we're going to stand on those promises, and we're going to pray the prayer of agreement in Matthew uh, chapter 18, verse 19, for a two of you on earth and agree, it shall be done for them by their Father in heaven, and we're going to pray, and we're going to believe that you're going to be able to have this and we prayed. One boy and one girl, it's perfect, perfect, perfect beautiful children, gorgeous children. The girls is all feminine and beautiful and just precious and perfectly healthy and just wonderful. And the boy, he just looks like a football player. I mean, just healthy, beautiful children. Well, by God, God came true because she shows and she shows. Not to go by what the doctor said, not to go by the doctor's report, not to go by what her body had felt or what had gone on in her body, but she chose to believe the promises of God, that God loved her enough. that so he would give her the fruit of the womb. And that's what we went through. We went into Deuteronomy where talks about the blessing and the curses and what we told those scriptures out for her. He told them our blessing of the Lord, and we told those scriptures out. to sit on those scriptures. Okay, so, so for wrapping up, faith is present tense. Faith is now. Faith believes before it sees. We walk by faith, not by sight. When we pray, we believe that we have received. Then it's granted. Abraham's faith was pleasing to God. Real faith in God, heart faith, believes the word of God, regardless of what the physical evidence is.